everyone welcome to a skype uh trexan sci-fi uh special edition let's call it and today is well we're actually recording on march the 13th 2011 this is going to get sent out on the next uh the next day in earth's calendar well does everyone use the same calendar on earth i don't know so anyway tomorrow we'll be sending this out on march 14th today is um just going to be a lot of fun going to talk about tv movies with uh, some of the regular gang, and this will be podcast 322. And today we have with us uh, a whole bunch of great people, and we're going to have a lot of fun. And I think most of these people you've heard before, but let's uh, just go around at least my Skype window here, and we'll introduce uh, Kenny. We have Kenny from California, a longtime uh, friend of the show. Hi, Kenny. Hey, Rico. How's it going? Good, good. How are you doing? How's th- how's things out there in California? You didn't get a big wave? It's hot. It's hot. No waves, yeah. I mean, we had slight waves, but nothing major. It's hot. It's like 85 the past few days. Yo, I'll send it this way, because we had oh, snow again yesterday here, and I'm just about ready to just, you know, I don't know. We, we I think we need a big lens over the Midwest, and we'll, we'll use Canada, put Canada in there a little bit too, but it, it's just crazy. It just doesn't want to stop. So hopefully, we're supposed to be like 50 next week, so I'm hoping that's the case. Uh, next up, we have Joe. Uh, Joe has done some guesting on the show, and everyone has heard him before, or Billy Bob on the forums. Say hi, Joe. Hey, everybody. And Joe always sounds like Tom Merritt of CNET to me. I try my best. Well, actually, he's not on CNET anymore, really, is he? Oh, he's he's definitely of Twit. Yeah, he's of Twit now. Yeah. I, well, you know, he was doing all those guest shows on Twit the last few weeks when Leo was away, and every time I listen to one of those, I'm like, Joe, you you've got like <laughs> this. Uh, it just freaks me out. His voice is just so much like yours. So he was assimilated. He is Tom Merritt of Twit. Yeah, I mean, even <laughs> just some of the man, you know, the the way you guys, you know, turn a phrase, so to speak, and and things like that, but. Well, he's he's definitely much better at uh, switching subjects than I am. Yeah, well, just practice, you know. Practice I, I would imagine. perfect. Yeah. And next we've got Mr. Moyer, Rick Moyer, our our, our song song. How do you say? Is it songster? It's songstress for a woman, right? So it, is, it, is it songster <laughs> for a man? I have absolutely minstrel. no or idea. Minstrel? Hi. Our, our, Hi, everybody. Our Star Trek parodies dot com. Just, just amazing. Uh, I, you know, I don't know how you do it. And you know what the funny thing is, Rick, with your songs? Every time lately, and I heard a couple of them this week on the radio, I hear uh, a song that you've used the tune for, you know, on right. one of your parodies. Right. 
All yeah. I really now hear is your parody song. <laughs> <laughs> so you hear the Star Trek lyrics. That's good. Yeah, basically, I'm like, oh, oh, that's that song. Oh, that's that song. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to. It'll come to me in a few minutes. But there was one. I think even I heard it on the radio yesterday coming home, and I was like, oh, I like the parody song better. Play that that's one. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, well, I've been having fun writing some, you know, some more original ones for for the different shows. Lately, good yeah i liked i liked you know. the last one a lot the you know i every time every time you come up with a new one it's my new favorite but and last but not least we have uh my old uh, illinois buddy rick pete yes i'm i'm here all alone <laughs> rico has left me yeah i'm I, abandoned i have abandonment issues yeah all right i i've got uh hang on one second we've got somebody else um Let's see. Add to conference. I'm adding Paul uh, here. Hang on a second. Paul, are you there? Yes, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Good, good. We've got, I don't think you've done one of these before. So we have Paul, and I believe you are over in the UK, right? Yeah, that's right. Good, and you. Um, I think you. What's your handle on the on the forum for people that are on the forum? A Paulie Coyote. Right. Okay. Well, I'm glad you could join us. We just went through some introductions, and and I think we were about to find about all about Rick Pete's adventure getting his his not just one two iPad twos yesterday. Tell wow. us all, tell us how that went, Rick. Um. Well, it was it was pretty cool. Um. I my my master plan was to get my wife excited about the iPad 2. And so once she got excited about it, then I can get her one. So that was my excuse. Yeah. Um, good 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 plan. Good plan. Yeah. So I had a friend of mine, he and I had this master plan, you know, how we were going to get iPad 2s, we're not going to stand in line and we had all these connections and and how had, to like, how did the connections work out? You, you what? You knew one of those guys in the blue shirts at Best Buy, or? Yeah, one of my best friends works at Best Buy. He's got some friends who work at Apple. None of it worked. We we went to we went to Walmart. We went to Targets. We called, but no one had the one we wanted. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Big three G version, and it looks like only the big Best Buys and Apple sells those. A lot of the WalMarts. And Targets only sell the Wi-Fi version. You can buy the 3G version on their website, but not in their store, which I thought was kind of weird. Hmm. So at the last minute, at about 2.30, I went to Oak Brook Mall's Apple Store and stood outside in the Chicago weather um, for two and a half hours um, waiting for the sale. I was like number 60 in line. And, uh, did you know was, when you got there, did you know that being at that point in line, did you know they had enough to still cover the, I mean, were they limiting the number that people could buy at all or? Yeah. At Apple, you can only buy two devices. Okay. Um, everywhere else was, you can only buy one device, like at Best Buy or something. So I, I had called the Apple store before I went and said, look, how many 64, you know, gigabyte 3Gs do you have? And they will—they won't give away any numbers. Uh-huh. But the lady said, "We have a time." Oh, okay. And so I got there and I said, "Okay, I'm like number sixty. I called her back. I'm number sixty. Am I gonna be okay?" She says, "Well, it all depends on what the other fifty-nine people want, but you're probably okay." 
Yeah. Well, that's probably shows up and wants forty, then there might be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's probably not the most selling model, I would think. You know, that's you, you, that's the all-out model, basically, right? That's pretty much the most expensive with 3G, yeah, the, the largest memory amount, and all that. So. Yeah, but you'd be surprised. In fact, the guy in front of me bought two 64 GBs. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so you never know what people are about. But he's a he's a teacher, and he wanted to have two of them because he does a lot of. He's a science teacher, and he uses them in his classroom. Okay. And uh, but I ended up standing with like three other guys, and I honestly I can't even tell you what their names were. We just talked <laughs> two and a half hours about tech stuff, and um, got in. I was in the store maybe five minutes tops. Went in the store. They brought. They got my two units. I got the covers. I got the Apple Care. Swiped my card, and I was out. Um, Good. Good. Yeah. So, what do you so, think so far? I mean, is it is it uh, you now? You you are at least a good person to talk to about this because you've had the iPad one for a while. So, so how much more or how much more do you like the the two? You know, kind of. I mean, do you find that it's a huge, big, big improvement in in you know speed and and just usability or what? what what's your impression so far? So far, I am loving it. Um, it is definitely faster than the first generation because I still have my iPod. My, I still have my first generation one, which I'm selling. Uh huh. Um, it is definitely faster. The, the, the apps they load faster, they run faster. Uh, you know, I have apps that do a lot of like, you know, photo editing and stuff like that. I mean, they just you know, you you, you click what you want to do, it's done. I mean, it's like it's like like a laptop. You know, you run something, it, it just runs. It runs quickly. Um, I, you know, I video, I video Skyped uh, Rick earlier this morning. Oh, okay. Yes, that was a blast, by the way. Just Thank to you. test the video, and Rick said the video was was clear. perfect and no better no, than no. better than your netbook. I thought. Yeah. So I've been really happy with it. I did so. I did FaceTime with my son. Um, no, it's it's definitely nice, and I had a 32 gig before, so just being able to put all my music on this thing, and still have plenty of room for everything else, yeah, it, it's definitely an improvement. Good. Well, that's great. That's great. The uh, how does, how does yeah. it sound sound to you? Because I'm not even using a headset. I'm just. It sounds great. You sound you sound just the same as everyone else here. I think you know. I don't. I don't. I'm not even picking up any real background noise or anything like that. Yeah, and I'm watching Star Trek in the background with my son. Yeah, it's actually really good quality. And I think there was a time in the past where you may have used your iPad. I think we did maybe a call once or something like that, and I don't think it was as good as it sounds right now. You know, it, it, that could vary just by, uh, you know, day-to-day connections, I think. But it, it sounds great right now. I know Ooh. Skype's done some revisions over time as well, so that's probably has something to do with it too. Yeah, yeah. The, so you're using the Skype, what, a Skype app then, Rick, on the iPad right now, on iPad 2? Yeah. Yeah, their, their Skype app, it's actually an iPhone app, but it runs on the iPad fine. Um, and it does video as well as the audio, which worked great this morning. Now, how about the the 3G on it? Have you used it yet? Or I, I mean, I'm guessing, what, did that just roll into your old plan? And, and do you find that it's any... I noticed when you brought it out to my apartment there in Rockford and you were showing me it a little bit, 
I, and I'm not at all familiar with how fast, and I'm sure it depends on your, your locality and all and how fast 3G typically is, but do you find that it's any different than the iPad 1's ability there? That I haven't tested yet. Because oh, okay. I need to call AT&T so they can transfer my unlimited from my old iPad to the new one. Oh, okay. And that's so supposed to, uh, that they're allowing that to do that for upgraders or... Well, if you had Unlimited before, uh-huh. you can keep it. But you have to call AT&T and have them transition it to the other IMEI number. So right now you, you've just used the Wi-Fi part then? Yeah. Okay. All right. And I bought my wife. The one I bought my wife is just Wi-Fi because she really doesn't... She's not tooling around town. So she's either at home with our Wi-Fi or at our church with Wi-Fi. Right. Yeah. So she doesn't really need that. And then I have... Um, a little MiFi device, so that if we're in a car drive, I just fire up the MiFi, and then my son on his touch and my wife, they can just use the MiFi's connection. To sure. The- Is are you have you tried out the streaming abilities? Doesn't it now it can stream off like iTunes and it, you know where the other one wasn't able to do that with the new iOS? Is that is that correct? Um, I haven't tried the iTunes streaming, but I've done, I, I, I played around with Netflix and make sure that it worked okay. And it was great. Um, good. Just in general, it just seems like because the processor can actually keep up with everything, mm-hmm. you don't get yeah. the artifactings I, I would sometimes get on the, on the original iPad. Okay. Not that the original iPad was bad, but this, this one is definitely, definitely def- snappier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's to be, they, they definitely bumped that up a lot and. I'm sure that it, it's it's really helping on that processing for that you know video coming through. Anything else is is it you feel a lot lighter in your hands? I'm sure. It's definitely lighter. I you know I can have both of them, and this thing they say it's about twenty fifteen to twenty percent lighter. It's definitely lighter, it, and maybe it's just a matter of balance as well. It mm-hmm. just feels better in my hand, um, and it's about thirty three percent thinner than. The original. It's actually thinner than the iPad than the iPhone four. Yeah, right, right. And uh, so that part is real nice. Well, it sounds good. Means yeah. I've got to, I got to probably invest in a new case. I, I was about to ask if you had picked up the seventy five dollars square of leather. I I, I got the uh, thirty nine dollar square of polyurethane. <laughs> oh, much better. <laughs> it's actually not a bad. I, I kind of scoffed at it but I needed something to protect the screen until I get a, a nice case. It's not that bad. Um, now, will that, will that protect the whole thing, though? Like, if you were walking around outside and it started to rain, is it completely encased in it at all or not? No, it just protects the front. Okay, that's what I thought. I, w- I just couldn't remember. So, really, if you were really out and about a lot with it, you probably want to slide that into something else then, too, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really just to protect the front of it. And, okay. Uh, I wasn't and sure if it had yeah. the magnets. It'll when you put the cover on it, it shuts off the iPad. So once that's on, you're guaranteed to have that. It won't shut on. I must be really, really old school because anytime somebody says anything about magnets around electronic and computer equipment, <laughs> it just freaks me out. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know there's not a magnetic drive in there. It's solid state, but still, it just kind of, but there is a video display, and it just kind of makes me feel a little queasy inside. It's I know, like, I know. Really? Right. I, I, I imagine I don't, I don't, I don't so What's that? What's that, Joe? 
I'm sorry, I don't understand the physics of it, but I imagine being that it's a solid state drive, there's no magnetic. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it just seems a little, you know, it's oh it's magnetic. Oh hmm. Oh, I'm ru I remember ruining a bunch of computer stuff because of magnets and Oh well remember the old days too about uh some computer speakers for sound and things that weren't very yeah. well shielded and you put them next to a good old CRT monitor and you'd get those weird waves those big, and weird like yeah. purple waves, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of psychedelic, but yeah. Well, these these magnets are so weak that the thing is, is they're magnets, really weak magnets in the cover, but they're magnets inside the iPad. Right, right. And so it's the attraction of the two magnets together. Right. That make it stick. So individually, I think the magnets are really they're pretty weak. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't even use. I, I couldn't put the cover on a. I couldn't even put it on my uh, refrigerator. It's it's that weak. So, well, it sounds sounds like a great piece of hardware. I'm sure they're going to sell a lot, and they, um, you know, they've who knows? They're probably already sold out. Have you heard anything about that from the whole everything yesterday? At least the stores, I, I, I should say. I know that um, one of my friends who works at a really large Best Buy, and I think they had, I think they were given 125 units, and they sold them in an hour. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering how many of they've got in the stores. It were, was anyone in there trying to get the good deals on the old iPad at all? Uh, not that I saw. Everybody yeah. wanted the new stuff. Yeah, the old ones. The old, had the old ones actually lowered in price. Sorry. Yeah, they're yeah they're down a hundred bucks, and you can actually order them on Apple.com. If you go to Apple.com/slash/iPad and scroll down to the bottom right corner, you'll see where they talk about the lower priced iPad first generations. <laughs> And if you if you buy a refurbished iPad one, it's actually another fifty dollars less. So you wow. could get a sixteen gig <laughs> iPad three Wi Fi for like three forty nine. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Or is that is that right? Yeah, three forty nine. Somebody's upset. Is that your dog Rick? Yeah. Not mine. Chloe <laughs> wants to go outside. So that's yeah. Rick. That's the other Rick, yeah. How are we gonna do that? Well, uh, it sounds great. I don't want to take up, you know, turn into the, you know, the tech podcast here. So, um, but it, it's um, sounds like a nice piece of hardware. So uh, I, I'm still tempted to get one at some point in time. But and I know a couple other guys in the forum. Tim was gonna get one, and Tim uh, ordered his already. Mm -hmm. And Kenny just got the. You just got the iPhone, didn't you, Kenny? I did, but it's the older version iPhone because it's only fifty bucks. The so, three three GS one, right? Yeah, yeah, the three GS. How do you like that? That's what I have. It's awesome. I love it. I haven't hasn't left my hand in two days. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, I think you were talking. You guys were doing some kind of chatting or something. There, there's. Oh yeah, there's a new there's an app called Heytel H E Y T E L L, and it's like a like Nextel, like the Sprint Nextel phone. So it's like a walkie-talkie. So you oh, press and cool. talk. It's it's incredible. I was talking to Meds and Joe and uh, Al all yesterday while I was at work, having conversations. Wow, well, that's it's, really it's, cool. It's world it's worldwide and it's free. It's incredible and it saves messages, so I can like leave a message for Meds now, and he can get it when he turns it on. It's it's pretty. It's just an incredible app. That's great. Oh, Kenny, Kenny was entertaining me on my drive home from work. <laughs> <laughs> But you can't do a. You're not really. You you each time you're having to press it though, like a walkie-talkie to talk. So you're only. You're not like in this Skype call where anyone can kind of chime in. It, it's just a. No. Okay. It's, yeah, no, it's, it's exactly what, like that. Sorry. Go ahead, Kenny. No, no. Go ahead. 
Oh, sorry, it's exactly like that whole, like Kenny just said, that Sprint Nextel kind of push to talk. Yeah, yeah, I've Walk, seen like people. walkie-talkies when we were kids. Yeah, you got to say over each time. Do you say, okay, over. <laughs> no, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. For, for the fact that, you, like you said, it's, 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 it's quote-unquote free, you know, once you have the device and you're paying for your monthly bill and all, but there's no additional, like, you know, $1.99 a minute or anything to use it. No. No, you just need a Wi-Fi connection. That's it. That's great. It works on it works on 3G as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, you don't need to pay for a 3G. You can right, right, right. you can do it over free Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. I wonder, does it work on the iPod Touch? I you know what I was thinking about. I was going to test it with you. I tried to get a hold of you yesterday, and you never responded to my Skype calls. Sorry. Um, oh. <laughs> oh oh. <laughs> uh, I don't I, I don't know because it, it, it requires, seems like it, it should, but. Well, it requires a phone number to connect to a person. Oh, okay. Well, then that's a, that's then it's not going to work. So it then. probably it probably doesn't. Yeah, because that's at least that's the only way I figured out how to use it. Is yet another reason to... why I need to get the iPhone, right? <laughs> there you go. I'm trying to convince my wife. Fifty bucks. I, yeah. Not on not on Verizon, unfortunately. They don't have that deal uh-huh. yet. Oh, that's right. That's it's right. an Apple thing. Yeah, it was fun putting this funny UK phone number. It's like oh, yeah, eight hundred digits I did, long. I didn't have to do that. Luckily, he contacted me, so I just saved it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Oh, hey, Rick. Yes. Yeah. Or which one? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> if I uh, if they release iPhone five this summer, you want my three GS? Well, I will. Can it unlock to Verizon? Oh, that's right. You're on Verizon. That yeah. Hey. Otherwise, I would have taken you up on that immediately and figured out how to pay for that. I'm telling you, I would do it in a heartbeat. Well, see, what happened to me, and I think a lot of people did this on the Verizon network, is I uh, was up for my upgrade here a couple months ago, and I went in and I said to them, now listen, is the iPhone going to come out on Verizon? And they said, "Um, you know, there's no guarantees. They're being sketchy about it. It's going to come out eventually, but we don't know when, blah, 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 blah. So what did they do? They convinced me to upgrade and I got the Android Ally. Now, I got it, and I like it. It's okay. But then, all of a sudden, here, the big promotion happens, and now, if I wanted to buy the iPhone 4 for Verizon, it would cost me 600 some odd dollars. Well, and, you have to pay uh, full price. Yeah, because I have to pay full price, because I already used my upgrade. So, a little bit disappointing and rather upsetting. But uh, Rick. And I, I got to you, set up a friend's iPhone. It's awesome. I love it. I want one. Hey, Rick, you, you said you have an Android? Yes. And they have app for that. They have a hotel app for Androids also. I, I just googled the same thing, Kenny. I just talked to well, someone then. yesterday. I talked I'm to someone joined, yesterday. I'm going to join it. in this happy throng. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm excited now. Now you guys just need to figure out a way to like record all that, and and you can create an even another <laughs> podcast. Another podcast. You know what? Yeah. What's funny? What you? That's funny you say that, Rico. It it actually saves your entire conversations. Oh, oh well, there it you saves go. Both sides of the conversation. So I have the entire conversation. Saved. Um, that could be good or bad. Could yes, be. That's could be. Yeah. It could be good or bad. What's the name of this app again? It's Hey H E Y T E L L. Hey Tell. Hey Tell. Hey Tell. It's a good little good little name. Go download that. Hey Tell. All right. Well, it's cool. Let's. Um, I want to move on though. Let's get off. <laughs> moving tech. on. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I need it. Need a segue, uh, kind of. This is you like know, the tech podcast. Yeah, time. yeah. But it was fun to hear about it. And, and you know, I, I have to say, it's it's um, it it at least it's good. There's uh, you know, 
some places out there that are actually, you know, selling goods and people are buying them and making money. Although I don't know, like we talked, I think a couple times on the forum, sometimes I see people with these devices and then I see them getting to, into their car that basically needs to be pushed to start it. And I, I, it makes me wonder, but we won't get into that too much. Oh, no. Really quick. I saw yeah, a homeless ahead. man with a cell phone. Yeah. Well, you know, if he's really homeless, he doesn't possible. have, you know, he, he does. Well, you can buy those burner phones, you know, for for twenty fifty dollars, yeah, you know. But maybe he's trying that, to find that, a job with it, you know. You got to have some true. way. Got to have some way to get a hold of him. But uh, yeah. Well, then that way he can take credit card payments when he's begging for, on the side of the street. <laughs> he's got a little so scanner. He's got a little a yeah. Piece, well, I I want to talk a little bit about uh, a, a couple of TV shows. We've already we already burned up some time for the for the tech talk, but uh, let's talk about a couple of shows that I think have been pretty fun the last few, you know, couple of months or so. The first one, since I I think we skip over this in, in previous calls a bit, but it's been really good. And especially since we got Kenny on here, I thought we could talk about Clone Wars to start with. Um, oh, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that would be a good thing to start off on. We usually talk about other things to begin with, and then by the time we get to that point in the call, it gets a, it gets a little short short into the stick. But uh, I think it's been fantastic the last couple of months. They've done these three-parters, uh, kind of a nice... It gives them a chance to not have to really cram the story all in one 20-minute you know, block. And I, and I'm really enjoying it, uh, and I and I think uh, from from you guys that I've heard on the forums, uh, you guys have been feeling pretty much the same way. What do you think, Kenny? It's uh, it's pretty cool, huh? Oh, I totally love it. Actually, I didn't mind all. I know you know people are at odds with the whole of political stuff. I've enjoyed this season. We need more uh, taxes to build more clone <laughs> troopers. Yes, yes. Let's vote now. No, wait, wait. We must wait and talk now, more. <laughs> Well, I'm not, I'm not saying it's my favorite. Yeah, I know. I know, Kenny. But I actually enjoyed that aspect. I'm glad they showed it. But it's been nothing like this whole entire last part. Of it's like a whole three. different show, yeah. Totally, totally different. I love the three-part ep- uh, episodes because it feels like a movie. Exactly. You put them all together. Yeah. Because I, I normally I watch them individually, and then I go back and I watch them all again, all together in one. Um. And it's it's they're just epic. I mean, the whole Mortis trilogy was my favorite when you when they went to that uh, that, I don't even know what it was. Not really a planet, right? With a force. They went know, to Mo- Mortis, right? Is it wasn't that the yeah, name Mortis. of it? Yeah, yeah Mortis. Yeah. Uh, that story was just Qui-Gon. incredible. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, yeah, yeah oh, well, with the whole last part of that one where you know they kind of where Anakin kind of sees some stuff that he shouldn't. That that scene was just like they rendered some scenes from Episode Three, and it was just crazy. Yeah, it was great. My my favorite scene, I think, is from the first epi- ep- first part of that when Anakin is being tested, and the the light turns to dark, and he's on that yin yang symbol, and mm-hmm. the, the yeah, other brother in- and sister yeah. is controlling up. That was just that whole entire scene just gave me chills. It was incredible. Yeah, it's 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 interesting the way you mentioned. You know that the each of these three parters have, is sort of like a, a movie. You know, I I was just thinking uh, when you were talking i I wonder if if they've ever thought and they probably have because these guys usually tend to think about anything that will make them an extra dollar that that there's anything wrong (laughs) with that but i wonder if they'd ever release them as like a package in a movie form and maybe add a little bit more have you heard anything like that kenny has that come up you know i haven't but that would be a great idea i know they did that with um the Savaz Oppress, the Night Sister trilogy. The sister stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was like the first of the new three-parters. 
And they, they actually didn't they do something similar back in season one before they released the season one actual DVD set. They released kind of a smaller set as well. I don't remember. I, I'm not sure. I know they Yeah, I don't know. I know they released the movie, the the very first, the three part right. movie. But I don't remember anything. At least I hadn't seen it. There was that whole uh, first arc with. Uh, what's his name, Grievous and his big ship and destroying it. I think they released that in a DVD. Yeah. DVD form. Oh, oh, you know, I don't doubt it. I, I don't doubt it. Because that was a good series. That that three-parter was good, too. Yeah, I could see them doing that, though. I could see them definitely packaging these things as, as a movie, maybe throw a few more minutes of footage in there, and uh, it's um, it would be a good idea, I think, uh, and it would make a lot of sense for um, from both for the fans and, and, you know, marketing money and all that. And then yeah. you see all of us complain and say, oh, my God, I can't believe they're releasing this. No. And then we all buy it. I won't complain <laughs> only if it only if they 3D-ify it. You know, if they 3D-ify it, then I'm not I'm not going to, you know, then I will complain. But <laughs> how many how many people here have ordered the entire Star Wars on Blu-ray already pre-ordered? Oh, I, I ordered it the day they announced it. I did the, sec- the day after, yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't yet, only because with Star Wars, they seem to have, like, all these different little mini promotions in the different, like, places. You know, Amazon will have one little go- goodie that they include and, and Best Buy and different things like that whenever they've done Star Wars releases in the past. So I was kind of waiting to see, you know, if any of them are doing that kind of extra, you know, hey, come to here and you'll get a... A button, Lock or I don't Yoda's know. Hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, ooh, yuck! <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm sure I'll be buying it somewhere, somehow, the, the, or getting it when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of times they give, they'll, they'll give like sometimes there's like an action figure or. A right. Car. Yeah. Yeah, I still regret not getting the the pewter movie Enterprise when Amazon had that when the 2009 Star Trek movie came out. You know, I I, I was like kind of going, eh, do I want to really spend that much more on this movie just to get that little pewter Enterprise? And I kind of did, but I, you know, but I held off, so. But yeah, the, anyone else want to talk about the Clone Wars? What do you think, Paul? Uh, do you guys get that over there? Have you been watching it? You know what? I've completely missed that whole Clone Wars thing. I've just not seen any of it at all. Oh, it's definitely worth checking uh, if you get a chance to, maybe online somewhere, or uh, I'm not sure. if Kenny, do you know, do, does StarWars.com, do they show like previous seasons of it and that on, on their site or not? You know, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I think you have to buy the, basically buy the DVD or Blu-rays yeah. of it. Yeah, or maybe I don't think Cartoon Network's website might? Yeah, I'm not sure. Paul, you can always Skype me and I can put my webcam on my big screen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's... it's, Is that that pirate? I I wonder. I'm not sure. It just so happens to be on in the background at my house. I don't know. And I walked away. I went to get a sandwich. I went to go get him a sandwich and a half hour later I came back. That's right. Oh, Paul, you're still here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I could. Uh, I'm sure I could just rent it from Love Film or something like that, which sure. is like Netflix over here, I guess. So. Well, it, it's definitely worth uh, worth watching. I mean, to me, it's like Kenny was saying. You know, they're like little movies now, and and they've just they've done a lot. It, it is a much more. I mean, each each year, I think they've gotten a little more in depth and a little more interesting and more. Oh, it's it's um, far less clunky than it first was, and it, and oh, yeah. it wasn't really clunky then. But uh, it's it looks so good, and like you guys have been saying, it's like sitting down watching a Star Wars movie, which is great. I yeah, mean, well, yeah I mean, I, I've, I've noticed this season; it looks like 
well, they've definitely changed the way Ahsoka looks, but I, they've kind of like kind of upgraded the models a little bit, and Anakin looks more like Episode Three Anakin, and like yeah. Ahsoka's grown up, and just you know, the, I think they just they have more experience, and you know, they've they've rebuilt some of the kind of basic character models that they've been using this season, and yeah, and I'm also just very happy that you know the. When it first started, you know, everyone was complaining that it was very kiddie. And, you know, I found that they've kind of toned down a lot of the, the sillier episodes. Like, there was only one or two this season that I found a little silly. Roger, Roger. Yeah, I don't even mind those guys anymore. The, the little, the little, uh, the troopers, you know, and when they were, you know, they were work, they were basically working for R2 in these last few episodes. Wasn't that awesome? That was, that was awesome. That was great. <laughs> it was a... Oh, yeah, that's fine. I mean, there was one I remember with, like, um, 3PO and R2 went to find some fruit for some party. Or then that, that one I thought was a bit silly. Yeah, yeah, but they, they've they've always been a little bit of comic relief in in the in the show. But as long as they balance it with these other awesome you know things, I'm fine with you know a couple. Oh, that's why I'm, I'm very happy with the way with the way things have gone. I was a bit skeptical. I kind of dropped out a little bit in season two. I or I didn't start watching season two because I got a bit sour by the end of season one. But no, it's picked up. It's great now. Yeah, I really like. Well, you know, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, season two is still my favorite. I mean, they had the best stories in season two other than the end of season three that's been really good but season two was like leaps and bounds better than season one yeah they've and, and season one was good they've definitely you know each each year and in, in in the look and the and the progression and all they and i and i know about you guys but i love it when you just get and they don't use it a lot they kind of have had and created their own bit, bit of music and, and rick you probably noticed this maybe more but occasionally they'll slip in just a little like you know classic star wars music john yeah, williams I've type stuff that, yeah. a little bit here and there they just give you a little bit but it's like when they do that it's like oh you know this is star wars to me then i when, know it brings that nostalgic feeling even though it's brand new material yeah it makes you it takes you back i mean i've like, liked the music that they've created for the, for the series for the you know the clone wars music i guess it's could, actually been really good but uh but when they throw just a little few bars of vader's theme yeah. or 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 something like that, or Yoda's theme. Well, it's the same. You yeah. know, it's the same thing as when you're watching a Star Trek movie, and you know that they've scored the entire movie, but then all of a sudden they'll bring the theme back, or they'll 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 put one of those themes in, like the Klingon theme, or right, the, right. You know, and and it just sends chills. Well, it does me. I mean, not okay. You guys probably too, but it sends chills down your spine because it, it you just totally identify with the original content, and it's just really good. Yeah, yeah like it always it always makes you happy. You know, like Worf does something, and then he kind of looks at the camera and it plays kind of yeah. just a couple bars and looking on theme and you're like ah yeah <laughs> it's it's you know when they when they music has always been pretty important to me in this in tv and movies that i see and it's like they're um you know we've got this new superman movie coming and uh, i think we just there was a new preview for that conan movie and and there's just to me something that's iconic about some of the music that they've used for those and to I, I can understand sometimes to create something new, but it, but when you have something like you know when this next Superman comes out, I, I I'm all uh, for them using John Williams music along with some new stuff too. But you know I think that's just important at least for the character and for people's identification. Everyone agrees with that, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, brother Rico. We were all in you're you're all uh, what is that phrase preaching to the choir is that right that's yeah right. Yeah. yeah that's it which is really a terrible phrase when you think about it I don't know it just but I I think everyone understands what it means so uh, anyone else want choir, you don't need to be convinced to show up <laughs> yeah anyone else want to talk about uh, Clone Wars or we'll move on to a, to something else 
Okay. Everyone's got, you know, it's it's just awesome. It's really good. I think we've only got a couple episodes left. Is that right? Is that what? So sad. Yeah, yeah. we have. Uh, For this season, the one at that, least. Yeah, the one just aired Friday, which concluded the the Cinetel. Citadel, right. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome, two, too. Those those were great episodes. Mar- we yeah, got to see Tarkin as a young, you know, pretty much nasty little nut young guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we have the two-parter uh, finale is next, I think. There's yes, with spoiler alert, Chewie. I can't wait, yeah. Chewie. Yeah, but that, the good thing, and, and the good thing I found with Clone Wars is, uh, you know, unlike other shows that we used to really love, like Battlestar Galactica, and you know, other things like that, it doesn't go away for like a year and a half, and then. Yes, coming yeah. back, you know, we'll get a preview at the end of it. Yeah, in 2014, you know, we will have this new episode coming. You know, uh, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, who's making it? Your grandma or what? I mean, jeez, guys, yeah, it's uh, scenes from next time. Yoda in a nursing home. It's like it's practically. You might as well call the show canceled and then just brought back at this stage with some of these uh, series. Yeah, yeah, there was. Oh yeah, a- well, like that. But I know we we may talk about it later. But I mean, I haven't I haven't picked up V again just because I I didn't get a chance to get back into it because. Oh they, man, you're Ooh, good s- out. It's good. Good segue. Well, I- good segue because I thought we'd talk about that next because the uh, for a couple of reasons. One, the the finale of the season at least is coming up. I think this week on uh, Tuesday. The yeah. last episode for the season. Yeah, there was a long break between that first, uh, I don't even want to call it a season. What was it, Kenny? Four episodes, right? Yeah. Last last season? Yeah. Last season, last season was nine episodes. Oh, I'm just thinking they showed those first four, and then we got a f- we got more later got four, last year, yeah, we got right? Yeah, four and five. That's yeah. right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I keep remembering that first month where there were four, and then it was like gone for months or yep. whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It was. Yeah. And and then they've got this like season. I, yeah. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, no, it's like I was saying, I, I lost it after those first four episodes. Just, I don't know, something got messed up on my PVR, and then I was behind one or two, and then I'm just like, oh, now I have to find them, and because we don't have Hulu and everything over here that we can grab things on. So, you poor Canadians, yeah, it's terrible. That's very it's just, sad. Uh, you should, you got to write your. Uh, who do you write? Do you have congressmen? You don't have congressmen. I, right? my, my member of parliament. Oh, okay. <laughs> got to write the I king and the queen. Got to write the queen about it. Yes. <laughs> I'll write the governor general, and the governor general can write the queen. There you I go. I want my V. I want my Hulu. I want my. Well, you got Netflix finally. So would that, so. Would that yeah. mean at noon? At noon, the queen would say, "Oh, it's V time." It's V time. Yes. Have some tea. <laughs> some tea with your. Some tea with your V. That's right. So, <laughs> hey, let's have some tea with our V while we watch TV. Well, I don't know if I want to be eating or drinking much with this show lately because, I mean, although they've it kind of has calmed down a little bit, oh, but the, it seemed like when it came back, and I, I've been enjoying it, you know, more than I was at first uh, since it came back. But there's there's pretty much a gross out kind of scene, pretty much oh. in in most episodes, <laughs> which is you know for for some people is cool, and I'm okay with it. But I, I just. Uh, the uh yeah there there are some 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 nasty type stuff so you might not want to be eating your tea and crumpets with watching me <laughs> so it's, it's i just a, have two phrases for for joe though you ready it's red rain and blue energy yes red rain <laughs> <laughs> let's see we we just, just need remember we, those phrases we just oh, need one more color and we'll be able to make everything out of that That's so right. uh green tea yeah so the um you know, everyone out there, I'm sure, who is listening to this podcast knows what this show is about. But um, so, do you? What do you think, Kenny? Do you think it's going to come back, or do you think we've only got one episode you left? Know what? Yeah, I have. I had. I hate to say this. I'm three episodes behind. Oh, okay. 
I've been I've been so busy with just you know everything. Well, we won't say too much then, but I mean I don't I don't mind. I mean I know certain things, you know, because I see pictures, and I'm not opposed to spoilers. Yeah. Um, the last one I saw was when uh, Erica's husband died. Joe died. Okay. And she took over the resistance, and Eli was killed, and that yeah, was well, the last one I that well, was the last one I saw. Well, that certainly set off a chain of things. She's become pretty pretty uh, intense and pretty uh, upset. What by. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard. She's and, pretty BA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Does anyone but, think that it makes a little is a little weird though? I mean, I know it's obvious that she still sort of cared about her ex husband, and 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 that I'm okay kind of with that. But it doesn't it seem a little odd that that this was her ex husband and and she's that like I could believe if it was her husband a little bit better maybe. I mean, it, it, they never really well, brought. That she's gone yeah, but, commando. Go ahead, yeah. Kenny. But it sounded, you know, to me, it was the fact that they were actually getting back together at the end. Well, like really, really never. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was that. There was that scene, you know, where they were going to start, you know, to help Tyler and right. bring the family back together, and then he's killed, you know, five minutes later. So sure, sure, yeah. You know, I, I think I'm, that adds to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much okay with it, and they never really went off and explored. I mean, I, I always got the impression that it was one of those typical things, like it was her job that. You know that they were never together, and uh, you know that that was part of the reason they broke up. Maybe it wasn't really so much that they didn't care about each other anymore; it was just so hard on them. Maybe perhaps, yeah. you know. And I could certainly yeah. uh, identify with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, um, yeah. So you're a few episodes back. Yeah, basically, pretty much. Th- here's my summation of the way the episodes have been lately. The the you know the the fifth column try something and it fails. Basically, is is that pretty much right for the guys that are watching? Is it is that yeah. is that it? Or or it backfires on them and it yeah. makes it worse. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, and it's it, it's getting a little. I'm I'm getting a little bothered by it. Partly, it's kind of. I mean, it's it's getting a little routine almost. That you know they get this plan and and uh, oops, no, we shot the wrong person. Oops, no, we 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 can't blow this up because this will create a big disaster. We can't do this or whatever. And and also, I'm also the. The fact that they've only got a fairly small group, even though now they've got a bigger group, because Erica's got this whole group of people around the world—you never really see them. But uh, but they get on video Skype all the time. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they'll be doing Hey Tell soon. Uh, yeah. You know, in- instead. Hey, do you think that guy's a V? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but uh, he might be. Hey, let's check it out. Look for a tail. Yeah. <laughs> But but they uh, but their li- their little group they're not they're all doing little things on the side especially um, what's his name bearded you know military guy or whatever you know he he blows up he's basically the reason her husband died oh Oops, yeah spoiler alert Hobbs yeah. yeah Hobbs yeah I mean I mean he's always got these little side things going on and it's messing them up you know so not only do they have to fight the V but the, but they can't they even trust people don't know it yeah and and I don't know that's. Um, well, and yeah, then, and, and, then and what was that whole? Now she's done the she's done the hoochie coochie with Hobbs. Yes, <laughs> that's just not right. I like that hoochie coochie. That's going to be the name of today's <laughs> podcast: the hoochie coochie <laughs> Skype uh, Treks and Sci-Fi. Yeah, well, that one I I saw that one coming about three four episodes back or so. They would give each other this look, you know, and he's got that like, you know. I like what you're doing, Erica. Keep 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 going. Keep doing it. Yeah. Keep, I like this new Erica. You know. Yeah. But uh, no, it's it's fun. I, I'm just afraid that it's not going to come back next year. Yeah. You know? I don't. I don't think it is, Rick. Yeah. Or Rico. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's. I think it's done. Unfortunately. 
And yeah. I think they're ending it on a cliffhanger, which really sucks. Because they, you know, they could have they could have concluded it knowing that the ratings weren't that great, but yeah. they they instead decided to end it on a cliffhanger. So will we finally get to see good old Mark Singer in this last episode? I'm, I, last episode, I, yeah. yes. Yeah. He's a, he, he shows up in the last episode. Okay, I keep keep hoping. I, I thought for sure that he was going to be the the head of the fifth column. That they were going to. I thought that would have been a more interesting. Re, you know, way to bring him in that he's this rebel guy out there and he was going to be the, the head of the fifth column when they finally found him and met up with him but it was that other guy and um, but so he's going to show up in the last uh, episode yeah it's but, been- you know, it, but it, it kind of mirrors the original series because now Mark's going to be it, it's going to be a three way thing it's going to be the Mark guy because he's the head of some go- secret government agent military agency okay and, and then you've got um, what's the name? Who's kind of the Faye Grant character, or the character that Faye Grant played in the original series? At Hobbs, who played the old Tyler character in the right Ham Tyler, series. right? You got the three, you you really got the Mod Squad going again. True. Yep. Yep. I've got an idea. Maybe if we take all the canceled shows and make one show out of them, so we could have a as a cape. <laughs> And then, and then from there, you know, they could. Uh, they fly should on do that. Yeah, they, they should. It should just be a mashup of of all these of all yep of all the stuff that's uh, that that hasn't made it. You know, yeah, yeah. We could do that. And they could all be on the the Firefly show. Don't forget Terminator too. That you know that's been that's gone right. in, in Dollhouse. Although they each had a little longer run than well, yeah. you know, counting episodes or whatever. But um, that's it. We're gonna write our own science fiction show. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm sad about the cape because I don't. We probably won't talk, spend too much time on it because I guess it's pretty much done. But you know, I I just think that show every episode was getting more interesting and better. And again, it's just like okay, oh no, no, no. We you know, it's like it almost was predestined that it wouldn't come. You know, wouldn't go. You know, they they bring it in in the middle of the season, which is always a little tough to to get an audience going. It goes where um, you know, it goes on a night where. Other shows have flopped and failed because there's so much competition on Monday nights. I mean, it's like, okay, guys, what are you thinking? I guess I don't know, but that's that's the way the you know networks work sometimes. But I guess I know we, we've talked about this before, but you know, it kind of makes you very nervous to get into shows. And I know Rico, you've definitely said this before. It makes you nervous. Like, oh, okay, this show sounds really, really great. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to start enjoying it, and then yeah. three episodes later, it's canceled. So yep. if you don't want to invest your time, you don't want to invest your interest in something that, you know, is just going to be kind of pulled out from under you. Yeah, I, I just wish almost you'd get a guarantee of some kind, you know, that at least they would do at least, okay, we're doing 10 episodes. You're going to get 10 episodes. We'll see how it does, you know, or something like that, a half a season or whatever. But, yeah, it's, um, and, and I and I just think when they, the, the scheduling, to me, is the bad thing. They, they put a show on. On a night, you know, where there is a lot of competition, so that that's tricky. You know, any other night, it might have done a lot better. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's a cr- crazy business. Yeah, it definitely it, it's it's tough. But I mean, I try to enjoy when they're on, you know, and I, and I'll watch them even if I think it's probably not going to be back anyway, just to try to get okay. You know, yeah. I got I got some enjoyment out of when it was on, and then it's gone, and then that's that, and 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 we can in our minds create our little mashup of all these. You know, the V, v <laughs> meets the cape, and you know they find a they way go through the Stargate. He, he takes his little cape, he grabs the tail of Diana, or not Diana, I guess it would be. Uh, 
why can't well, I think Anna. of? Yeah, Anna. You could yeah. have Diana too. Anna, Anna she's in whatever. <laughs> she's pretty good on this show. I have to admit, yeah. she she is doing a pretty good job. Anna Morina. Yeah. 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 She plays evil, you know, you don't really trust her, you know, she smiles at one minute and she turns her head and and then she looks like she just rip your head off, you know, the next. Well, I'll and, tell you this yeah. last time, this is a spoiler alert everybody, but this last time <clears throat> when when the blood started trickling from her from her eyes, that was that was creepy. Oh right, when she's uh here's a, here's another slight spoiler alert. The latest thing is and it maybe not such a, a big leap or surprise, but she's now trying to use her bliss on humans is the, yeah. is the thing that's going on which i kind of have a little bit of a problem with that frankly just it's like she has trouble controlling even the v people with it so <laughs> it, it, it's like it, you know and obviously they tried to make it in, in the show they tried to make it look like it was a lot more difficult for her but but still it's just kind of like really really you know, but no, I must say, like from the from the first seven episodes that I did see, she plays creepy very, very well, and it's yeah. you know, there's all, there was a lot of at least then there was a lot of subtlety and just kind of like the way she stands and the way she looks, and it just it, it just creeps you out. It just there's something yeah. wrong about it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's um. Well, we'll see. Hopefully that they will uh you know maybe maybe it'll be one of these shows that they'll wrap it up in some way like uh you know. They've done this with a couple other shows. They'll, the creators will get on. Okay, this is what was going to happen, you know, or something. Create a blog yeah. and and tell us what what would have happened or whatever. I mean, the show has certainly not had an easy time. You know, here's a few episodes. Oh, wait a few months. Here's a few episodes. Wait a few months, and then you know, then you finally get it going again. But uh... hi, this is Kenny, and this is Jenny. We're the host of Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series The Guild. We're not like your typical fan podcasts. Both Ginny and I have worked on several seasons of The Guild and take our listeners behind the scenes to share our fun and crazy times on set. We also have exclusive interviews with cast, crew, and fans of The Guild. We keep you up to date on General Guild news and the latest happenings of our cast and crew. So please give us a listen on iTunes or at knightsoftheguild.com. Let's move move on to uh, Fringe. Because I I just find uh, of like the sci-fi type stuff on TV right now that's it's it's definitely my favorite and uh, I think it's been really good this season. Leonard Nimoy is going to be back for at least an episode, I think. Um, who else is watching? What have you guys been thinking about it this year? I love. I think Fringe is great. I just love. I love the whole concept of the show. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of on the fence about the whole relationship between Olivia and Peter. I wish they would just get over this, get over it, and and move forward. Yeah, yeah. But I like I like the whole idea of him going back, you know, going through the other dimension to get his another copy of his son. Right. And how that one incident had just caused all this havoc, really mostly havoc in the other dimension, not so much in their own. Yeah, it just you know it caused some you know major you know disasters and death and and everything there and uh, and not so much in our universe I guess you could call it and yeah I I just think the the acting and the stories are very interesting and and the you know it's not just the weird thing of the week you know they created this whole other situation with this alternate universe which has added a lot more to the show than it was especially when it first started and uh, and Walter you know is just great 
I just, he's like, every week he cracks me up. He's got something going on and, uh, that, you know, the way he'll just be, you know, eating a bag of licorice while he's digging his hands in a corpse and at the same time, and <laughs> he always calls Astrid, you know, Asterix and, and other names and it's just he's like and he's, and he's kind of a drug addict in a way oh yeah well did you see i don't know if you watched last night's episode rick but uh did you see last night's no i haven't seen it yet well there's a scene speaking of that at the very beginning <laughs> where actually um hurley the guy who played hurley on lost does a little guest spot on on fringe last night and and basically let's just say uh he and walter are having a good time at the beginning of the episode and uh <laughs> You know, because Walter's uh, the, basically the head, because William Bell left him massive dynamic, and and Hurley's character is like a one of the security guys who works there, and they're just sitting in the office looking at all the cameras at the in the building, and they've got some, let's just say, some uh, chemical enhancement there while they're watching all these monitors. It's pretty funny. It's a pretty funny scene, but yeah, it's it's just a great show. I think. Uh, I think they've done a lot of interesting things on it, and, and I hope it continues. It's another show that's, I don't know, They at first when they moved it to Friday, they said the ratings were doing pretty well, but now it's kind of questionable. It's kind of one of those on the fence. It might come back and it might not, and I just can't imagine, unless they really start trying to wrap things up, if this show doesn't come back next year, there's oh. going to be a lot left hanging. Well, my, my wife just walked in, and she actually watches this show, Fringe, more than I do. Amy, what do you what do you think about Fringe? Um, you know, at first I thought it was kind of gory and I would sit there wondering why I'm watching this show because it's not my typical kind of show. Yeah. But, but, um, I'm kind of like one of the people that like, um, things with long storylines like Babylon 5 and Dune and things like that where there's a thread through it. And I really liked, um, a couple episodes ago. I haven't watched this week's yet, but couple of weeks ago when we found out that Olivia and Peter had met as children and I hope I'm not spoiling things but anyway no that's that kind okay of a cool episode um so I kind of like um things that have a thread story through arcs. Them. you know thread a story thread through the whole thing mm-hmm. yeah um I could see how they could wrap it up because of bringing the past kind of the beginning into it and kind of but, you know, I'd be kind of sad if they did, but I could see how they could, maybe. Yeah, yeah. it's. It, I, I agree, Amy. There's, like, uh, it's it's much more interesting with this ongoing sort of storyline going on and it, how it they bring a little bit of that kind of in each, each episode. And I really enjoyed when they were flipping between the two universes. You know, you get an episode mm-hmm. set in one, especially when Olivia was trapped in the alternate universe. Yeah. And they would do an episode of that universe and then they would the next week would be like our universe and they'd flip back and forth and it was fun to see the differences between the uh between the characters and how they would act and uh yeah, it's a lot of fun. Mhm. It was it was really unique um from a woman's perspective seeing a little bit of um soap opera in there how Peter's kind of in love with two Olivias. <laughs> yes. Kind of yes. Um which, you know, how would that work? Hmm. I, well, well, it's the same person, but in two universes. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah. If anyone but, here uh, or listening watched Farscape, I don't, I don't know how much you guys watched that, but they had a similar thing that happened in a way on that show, where the guy Ben Browder on that show played John Crichton. He was at one point, and I forget the how it happened, but he was basically duplicated. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and basically there was a time where Aaron on that show and the duplicate Crichton were off kind of together. They kind of got involved and had a relationship and things happened. And then eventually it works out that it ends up being only one of them around, but it was a very similar situation where here's the one person that you wanted to be with. Well, you're with sort of another version of them. And even though you've been wanting the two of them to be together, it's not really exactly the two of them that ended up being together first, at least. So, yeah, <laughs> if that, if that makes like any said, <laughs> sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, As the universe turns. Yes. Yeah, so when last we tuned in on Walter and Peter. And, yeah. 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 They've got, uh, you know, one of the things I just like, I like the characters in the cast a lot on Fringe, too, especially. Mm-hmm. To me, that's always been the almost the most important thing about a show, too. If I don't really like or connect with those people, then then I have a hard time watching the show. But oh, Walter's, Walter is so much fun to watch because you just never know what he's going to do or say next. Yeah, he, he is such a good actor. I mean, he is yeah. just so good. And, and, and again, the, the when they show the two different Walters, the Walter mm-hmm. that's in the other universe is so different than, than our Walter from ours. And, <laughs> and he just does a great job. I mean, there is no question when you're seeing each of them who is who. And, uh, maybe, maybe he still has his whole brain. Yeah, I, yeah, possibly. Because they took part of the brain out of our Walter. So yeah, they were messing messing be. with him. I think to to keep him from from doing what he needed to do, and he's been trying to like get it back somehow or grow it back. And yeah, it's 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 a fun show. <laughs> it sounds a little weird when you're talking about it like that. Yeah. I'm going, hmm. <laughs> Well, it's even weirder is to have my wife talking about it. That's just oh, really great. That's great. That's great. But um, anyone else? Paul, have you ever seen Fringe over there? No, but now I'm, I'm kind of interested in it. <laughs> really? Well, there's this guy. Yeah, it's... Well, it's very... Well, the whole, it sounds like the whole mirror universe thing. I mean, you throw in a yes. mirror universe into any science fiction, and it makes it interesting. Exactly, interesting. yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, if you've ever watched the, the show that it all, everyone always seems to compare it to and talk about, but I think it's just a slight, it has a slight relation to it, is The X-Files, if you ever watched that when it was on. But yeah. it has it has a, a similar kind of tone a little bit to it. it. It has, you know, most weeks there's usually something kind of bizarre going on. Mystery, and they have to, yeah. They have to figure yeah, it out, bizarre. but uh, it, it's usually quite a bit more than that. I mean, they've had characters that had, it's it, they try to use science to sort of explain it. With, um... But, it, you know, they'll be able to, you know, they'll create a device that will allow them to sort of, you know, rob a bank by walking through the wall or whatever. And then I think that week one of the guys actually got stuck in the wall partly and things like that <laughs> happened. Uh, wow. it, it, pr- pretty cool stuff and, and a lot of fun to uh, to watch. Yeah, definitely definitely was, worthwhile. Yeah. All right. Um, well, what, do you, what else have I not covered TV-wise you, any of you guys would like to talk about? And then we can maybe talk about a couple other things and then kind of wrap things up what else are you guys watching these days that you like on the on the sci-fi uh well the stargate universe just came wa- back but i don't think there's much to talk about there right yeah now. is anybody else watching uh face off oh i love it love it love I it love, love it. face off yeah so tell us That's about a, if, that one. okay if you guys don't know it is it's a <clears throat> it's actually a reality show uh, which i don't i watch amazing race and this and that's it uh, it's actually about it's a competition about makeup artists, special effects artists. And so the, the, they lady had, that ho- the lady that hosts it is Michael Westmore's daughter. 
Yes. The guy that did the makeup for Star Trek. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And he actually, Michael Westmore has been in an episode. He was yeah, uh, was judging so- alien makeup. Yeah. So are there, um, they professional people that are competing or is it? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, some of them have professional training. Some of them don't. Some of them just learn the, the craft, but all of them have some sort of skill at uh, doing okay. makeup and special effects. And uh, the goal is obviously each week they do like a smaller thing at the beginning to give them advantage for the bigger project that gets judged by all the, the three main judges. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they've done zombies. They've done blood. They've done... Um, God, they've done so much. They've done gender swap. It, it's, it's it's an incredible series, and I so hope they do a second season because I, I next do week too, is so interesting. Yeah, ne- yeah, next week is the finale. Uh, it was a lot, it ran like eight episodes, I think. Eight you know what I episodes. like? What I like the most about the show is being able to. Uh, ever since I was a kid, I've always been fascinated by monster makeup. I just think it's cool, and I remember getting that little kit when I was a kid where you could make fake noses and scars and stuff, and then you'd adhere them to your face, you know, and use the makeup to blend them in. Well, they actually have a state-of-the-art facility where they're working. And so they bring all these different guys in that are and gals that are competing, and you get to see them mold out of clay the faces and the and the arms and the legs and all these different cool things that they're making. And then they pour it with either gelatin or foam or mm-hmm. um, or latex or whatever, and you get, actually get to watch them make all these molds and then pull the casts out and put it on the people, and, and it's it's fantastic. I mean, it's just so much. It would be like being on the set of a movie, you know, and and being able to do that all the time. It's just it's awesome, and then you get to see the flops and then you get to see the successes, <laughs> and it's just I was, it's I was about incredible. to ask if messed up. <laughs> oh god! Oh yes. yeah, all the time. I mean, they have three. Big, big judges. Um, one of them, you know, the the woman who did uh, the makeup for Edward Scissorhands, and mm-hmm. I mean, they're all top notch Hollywood. And they don't spare artists. what they believe either. Oh, I'll tell they you. do not. They rip people apart. <laughs> and what's what, what's great about this series is that it is a reality show, and they do show them, you know, to get they all live together, you know. So there's oh, okay, world. okay. Um, but there's not a lot of drama going on, and that's not really – that's probably like 5% of the series is, okay. is the – you know, the, there's several girls that are, you know, being catty to each other, and yeah, some yeah. of the guys are being macho. And Oh, I didn't even they, realize they had that part of that, – that that was part yeah, of this at all. I thought they is, just sort of came in each week and, and then given some kind of an assignment to do, okay, we need you to create, like, you know, an alien with three arms or whatever. Right. right. Oh, well, they yeah, do that part, but they have the other, too. Okay. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a, it's like a, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Project Runway, which is kind of like a designer. It's that for special effect geeks, and it's just yeah. right. I was I was gonna say it was kind of like Top Chef for special effects. Yes, 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 exactly. Yes, exact same thing. What one yeah, of the cool twists that they do in the show? Um, they one week they had to design zombies, and they got this theme, and they created a character. They they had to come up with a character, and then they had to cast their person you know and give them the backstory and everything and they do all this work and then they brought them on set and they said and here's the twist right like an hour beforehand they said here's the twist um now your zombie has to be able to dance to a choreograph we've we've taught your models this choreograph thing and they have to be able to dance with the makeup on oh boy and so then they play the song (laughs) and they, they do this dance and you're thinking and they're all panicking because they're going oh my gosh i hope that one piece of intestine that's out you know doesn't fly off into the judge's face you know but it's just it's just so unique the way they cover it it's a hmm. great show yeah great show. it is great yeah but you know, like i said this week they're down to their final four so uh next week is I'm the so finale and, 
And are they? Oh, well, you know. Have, yeah. What's the prize? Is it like some kind of a deal with the movie, uh, or a, is there? No, dollars. Yeah, it's a hundred thousand dollars and one year of special effects makeup, oh, which okay. is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. For for that makeup. So. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's, that's the, great. That's yeah, but most of them have done movies and have done you know other stuff, so they're not like. People off the street, right? Not like the American <laughs> Idol way of. Just... I think Kenny and I should be on the show. That would be hilarious. We could go in. <laughs> We'd come yeah. up with all sorts of cool ideas, but it wouldn't look probably so great. <laughs> well, yeah, like like Rick was saying, what's cool about this is that they tell them to make this creature, then they have to come up with a whole story about them and yeah. why they look the way they do. They had to do these creatures on uh, Goldilocks, which is the planet, the most Earth-like planet that we found recently, and they had to make creatures that would exist on that planet. Half the planet, and then they had to go and they watched a video about the planet, and half the planet is dark always, and half the planet is always light, and these people, and they made their creatures, you know, so they, they would explain, this, this creature's on the light side, this is why they have hard, you know, crusted skin, and I mean, they cause, it's not just putting makeup on, you have huh. to actually... Okay. Come up with characters in a story. It's creative. It's, it's it's so great. It's one of my favorite series on right now. Yeah, how it's totally very very unique uh, idea. I'm so you know it's it's cool that they try new things like that. And you can uh, watch it on the Sci-Fi Channel or on the on the yeah. web. You can go and watch. They have the episodes. Shows. Yeah, I'll have to try to yeah. get caught up on it. I, it um it sounds great, and it's only been on a short time too, right? Yeah, how, it's not a very long. Yeah, one. I mean they've only a month or two, maybe a couple months now. At, at le- yeah, maybe two months at, at tops. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, 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 when I first saw the previews for it, I was like, "What? What is this show about?" You know, it was like face off. Okay, what does that mean? Or, you know, and I, I knew it, it had to do with movie time. makeup and things, but I thought, <laughs> you know, maybe they were just judging some recent movie makeup artists or some way. I didn't realize that all of what you guys just described. That's yeah. great. I thought at first they were talking about a bad Nicolas Cage movie, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, or a bad John Travolta movie, depending Travolta, on yeah. how you look at it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. That's great. Um, anyone else watching it? Any anything that they're really liking? I'm really enjoying this being human, the U.S. version of oh, it. Oh, me I, too. Yeah. I, I know yeah, that's, I and, and maybe we can mention. Or Paul, have you seen the U.K. version of Being Human? And yeah, I kept up with the first series. Um, I. I've just been busy the last few weeks, so I've been missing bits of the third series. I've got them all queued up in iPlayer. Okay. I've not watched them yet. So is, is that a fairly popular show over there? Is it? Is it? Is it seem to be something people like to watch and talk about? Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. Um, I've got a few friends um, from a few different places, like uh, that, that. That yeah, love it. I mean, if you, especially after they've just screened it, if you start looking. What's trending on Twitter? Oh, um, it'll be whatever the last episode the was. UK, yeah, yeah, you might. You sometimes it even gets up into a trend. So you know, being human's pretty popular. Yeah, I mean, especially considering it's on BBC Three and everything. So you need a digital service or signal to actually get it or watch it on the okay on the iPlayer on the internet. So okay, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, they started, I guess, maybe about two months now. It's it, they started a US version on the Sci-Fi Channel here, which. I have not seen the UK version yet, but you know, I, I'm basically it's the same premise, the same idea. This you know, vampire, werewolf, ghost, you know, all living together. But 
And I, you know, I told Lynn that, and I've told a couple other people, and they like, every time I tell them that premise, they're like, uh-huh. They give me that look of like, <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, it's really, I tried I, before, and I said, I know how you're going to, I know how this sounds, and I know what you're going to say, but it's it's a lot more than that. And uh, like this recent episode they had on that I just really enjoyed a lot was the vampire guy was sort of taking under his wing. There was this little kid in the neighborhood and who was being kind of picked on and I'm not going to give away too much, but the, but he, he kind of like becomes sort of a big brother or almost a father figure for him. Cause he doesn't seem to have a father around. And I, I, I don't know, right. there's just little stuff like that. And, and just, they have, just, the, just, you go ahead, go just, ahead, Paul. Just to ask, um, did, did it involve any, um, videotapes? I just want to know if it's following the same storylines or not. Uh, well, I think it is a little bit, I I think, well, there was, um, what had happened, uh, there's a, the, uh, Aiden, I think they've changed the character's names for the U.S. version, but the vampire, the vampire character at one point is giving, given a video, it's on a DVD because, you know, you know, they're different time, but it's a DVD and it's this girl that he basically had turned into a vampire early in the series who is kind of, you know, sending him this sort of like X-rated DVD of her vampire and other things. And then, yeah, that, that involves this. Yeah. And I, I guess they're picking up a a fair amount of the plots and stories that the, the BBC series had. I'm not sure how closely it matches it or episode to episode. Yeah. It sounds pretty close actually. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. And well, you know, if they, if it worked the first time, you know, but, uh, I'm not sure how long that's going to continue. Like I said, I never saw the 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 BBC version, and I'm I'm not sure. Kenny, did did uh, you never have watched it either? Right, the BBC version. No, I never saw the BBC version, but I listened to another podcast who compared the both. Okay. And I know there's there's similar aspects, but they're definitely diverging, especially since the UK series is only six episodes a season, and yeah. ours will be you know ours will be thirteen episodes, so they're definitely going to be. Having to bring it out and making it their own story, right? Bringing so, uh, other stuff. Is it a completely different cast and everything? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I don't know. I haven't watched it, so I don't know. Yeah, the guy that's <laughs> the the vampire. You've seen him. He was on Smallville, Rick. He right. was, he was um, Doomsday that season right, with right, right. Chloe's, uh, you know, crazy paramedic weird weirdo guy. And plus, yeah. he was crashed down on um, Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. And uh, he's he's really good on the show, and they have. The guy who plays Josh, who's the werewolf. Um, the only thing I can recall him in, and I know he, I'm sure he's done a bunch of other stuff, but he was Jimmy Olsen in that last Superman movie. Oh, I, okay. and, but he's really good on this show. He's probably oh, yeah. actually my favorite character. He, I was just going to say that, Rico. He's my favorite character. He's just so book. funny, and he and he's just like, you know, just the way he his expressions, and, and he's kind of got this nurse girlfriend now. And, and <laughs> it, it, it's uh, Does that sound familiar, Paul? Yes, it does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Nora, at least on the U.S. version, and uh, it, it's just you know he's like uh, you know it's getting to be the full moon. I really can't go out on a date tonight, you know. But he can't tell her that because of course you know he's trying to keep it kind of uh, quiet. Uh, and then they've got the whole ghost storyline with Sally, who is the character's name for the ghost, and her learning Can about. Ask... Go ahead, Paul. Yeah. One quick. Sorry. One. Qu- I think there's a slight lag on the line, so I don't mean to talk over you. No. No. Go ahead. Um, so does, does your ghost keep on making cups of tea everywhere? No, she's been, she, that was her odd thing is that she gets them 
Our, our ghost kept on making cups of tea and leaving them everywhere. She she did do that. She did in an episode. Yeah, in one episode, there are cups of every, tea everywhere. Okay, when she starts to finally be able to sort of manipulate yeah, things, things yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 The, Sorry. yeah it's uh, but it's it, it's just a. Uh, there's something about the show I just really like a lot. I mean, they're just these characters with these, you know, weird abilities and situations, but they're all trying to sort of be, you know, quote unquote normal and all that. But yeah. it's, uh, it's just got a nice little kind of, and again, I like the cast a lot. That really helps a lot that, um, that they're all likable characters and everything. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been good. And Hey, you know, it's, They've got a lot of good material. It sounds like from the BBC versions and and this. Um, there's been, I know there was a lot of talk at first. It's like, oh, why remake this? Why do that? And and why don't they just show it over here? And I'm like, well, if they do a good job with it, and and people have never seen the BBC version, you know, maybe that's okay. You know, it's uh, yeah. it, eventually one day. You know, I've always talked about this at different times, but although we're getting it at least with Doctor Who for the first time, I think uh, just about ever. But you know, there's this big time delay between shows that are in the BBC are on the BBC and then before they finally show up over here for us to see even on BBC America when you know we're all paying for that sometimes I mean I don't know how how long was the lag the last time for Doctor Who Kenny when when they actually showed it on BBC America I I never I'll admit it it wasn't too bad it was like a month yeah five weeks yeah it wasn't horrible like it was in previous years they're getting better and better. You yeah, know, this, this, yeah. This new season's gonna be simultaneous. Right. They're gonna have it pretty so, much the same. Yeah. And yeah. which is, you know, if they want to combat all those people getting it, let's say by other means, then that's yeah. the, that's the. I mean, they've already got a channel set up for it, so um, let's use it. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, and I'm paying yeah. my expensive cable bill, so it's uh, <laughs> so anyway. But uh, yeah, being human, really good, and uh, I highly recommend it if that kind of stuff sounds at all interesting. I mean, definitely if you've never seen either version, you know, give it a shot sometime. Either either one, I'm sure, would probably be enjoyable and uh, and a lot of fun to see. Yeah, um, I agree totally. The uh, the only thing I really want to talk about movies, unless somebody's seen something recently that they wanted to maybe talk about it, is I would just I was going to throw out kind of a general question to everyone on like what are you guys what are you guys looking forward to uh, the most that's coming out in the you know either in the next few months or next summer um, probably high on my list are the are the comic book ver- you know movies that are coming you've got Green Lantern Thor and Captain America uh, I'm also really excited by that Super Eight movie that cowboys uh and aliens too, yeah. yeah cowboys and aliens and uh anything else uh anything else i haven't, I haven't seen it myself but i know i i've been hearing i guess mixed reviews about battle los angeles yeah yeah yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I've heard mix things too a little bit. Although I, I think there's at least somebody on the forum that saw it and said it was really good. So uh, it's a, definitely a popcorn shoot 'em up movie. Definitely, yeah. And if I have a go feeling in, that if you go in. Yeah, we were going to say that, Kenny. If you go in yeah. expect that, then you'll have you'll a good enjoy time. it. Yep, yep. I'm I'm looking forward to Harry Potter. I know. I'm oh yeah, Harry we got Potter the last Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. The final one. Yeah, the final one will be out in July. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, that looks really good too. There's um, that Sucker Punch movie in a couple of weeks, which I I don't even really know how to describe that movie anymore. Every time I see a preview for it, it just gets wilder and and wilder. Um, there, you know, which is crazy because I've read that Warner Brothers is really disappointed in the screenings that they've had. That audiences have really disliked it. Yeah, that's um, it, 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 which I, is bizarre. Yeah, uh, 
you know, but I've seen new commercials, and I realize that it's a, it's you know, this young girl gets convicted of a murder or something, and goes into like this insane asylum, and she, to, in order for her to escape, she goes into her mind, and all this stuff happens within her head. Mm-hmm. It's not right. real life, so maybe the way they, because when they first showed it, it looked like it was all real, like this was the world, the world they lived in, mm-hmm. and yeah. now these newer commercials are showing it more like a psycho, you know. Yeah, unless there's some connection between the two, and it's it's yeah. another sort of alternate, you know, universe dimension. Who knows? But the I have to ask you this, Kenny, because you have a little inside knowledge of things out there. I always hear that about like screenings. You know, they've been doing screenings for this movie, and it's getting this kind of talk or this kind of that kind of talk. I I know how that s- sort of works a little bit, but. Do you think that people that go to those screenings are people? Because I have this little bit of a theory about like your average maybe movie goer. This movie might not be for them, but if you had somebody mm-hmm. like us, you know, people who enjoy this kind of stuff, we might go in and go, "Oh my gosh, that movie was fantastic. We loved it." So, but if they're just putting these things out and say, "Hey, there's a screening on the lot," you know, mm-hmm. in screening room two. Uh, on the lot, you know, on next Tuesday night, you know, whoever wants to come show up. But I guess I could believe that maybe they're they're getting this group of people that maybe not are not all that interested in the movie. What's your or opinion? They're a little more jaded or something like that. Just yeah, like, or uh, you know, what? Well, how does that work? Or what's your opinion? I mean, Is it critic screenings, or are we talking about just general public? No, we're talking general public. What they do is when a movie is, you know, close to being finished, it's still probably months and months away of being completely done. Right. They'll actually, they'll actually, you know, they're. I, I'm sure you guys. I don't know if you've seen them, but we have them here all the time. People standing out in front of the theater saying, "You want to see a free movie? You want to see a free movie?" They don't tell you what it is. Oh, okay. But they, do, they try to grab a general population, you know, a population. So they want young and old and men and women. All right. And okay. Then they show it. And then the, at the end of the screening, there's these work, uh, sheets that people fill out okay. of what they like, what they dislike, what they want to change, what you know, stuff like that. And then either the the movie people will they compile all the information and either make the changes or say screw it and, and just do what know, they want and write. Okay, do it, yeah, yeah. But it's just a way of uh, of seeing, you know, because I know like with Harry Potter, they screen that in Chicago. They've done it the past uh, what four movies now that they have surprise screenings in uh, okay. Chicago. All the I don't know why they picked Chicago, but Chicago is the place. Oh, I wish I would have known about that at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you never really know ahead of time, really. You that don't much, know. Right? They don't tell you what it is. They just say you want to see a free movie. Yeah, the most that I've won't. ever, the most that I've ever seen that happens over here, at least in, in in the Michigan area, is sometimes when I would go to into a comic book store or whatever, they may have like, and I think at this point these movies are pretty much done. There may be a slight mm-hmm. advance screening for free, and they'd have these little cards out there at the counter. And it would say, you know, you can go see the, this movie, blank, whatever. You know, they would tell you yeah. exactly what it is. But you can go see it next week on Tuesday night for free. And it comes out to the general public, like, maybe uh, two or three weeks later or something like that. Mm-hmm. So they would have this to build buzz a little bit, you know, to get people. Yeah, yeah that's you know. definitely buzz buzz builder. Yeah, yeah. But this you're saying that they do more in advance in order to maybe, if they want to, alter the movie if they need yes. or want to. Yeah, yeah I've heard yeah, that. If, if, yeah. if the studio is feeling a little weird about it and they're not sure how the audience is going to take it, then they'll test it. They do the same thing with TV series. When we do pilots, right. we send pilots out months in advance. They'll get people in, in a room, and you know, an average population, you know, mm-hmm. a representation of the population, and they'll make them watch the pilot, and then they'll pick what they like, what they don't like, and then we go back and we tweak it according to their notes. So mm-hmm. they do it all the time. 
for a lot of the TV and movies. Yeah, it's it sort of is a little bit, you know, I always wonder when they do that stuff, it's just like, okay, do you really want to change whatever your vision is for this thing based on, you know, a, a few groups of 300 people that randomly were out that night? You know what I mean? It's like, I, no, it, I, yeah, I totally yeah. agree with you. I wonder but how I much they really ever do change those, how, how far they go and, and what they do. I mean, I've heard little stories in reading articles and stuff. You'll hear like, Oh yeah, we were having this, and 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 well, you you get a little bit of it. Sometimes you'll get a DVD or a Blu-ray that'll have okay. Here's the three alternate endings to mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah, you yep. know, and that's exactly what they do. They'll pick they'll, the people will watch the movie, and then they'll say, "We're going to show you four endings. Pick your favorite. Pick the ending you like. Yeah, what? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then and then whatever gets the popular, if that goes better with the story, then they'll use that one. And then you yeah, have these too bad they didn't do that with Generations. Okay, ending one, Kirk, Kirk, <laughs> Kirk dies. Ending two, Kirk doesn't die. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, yeah it's, uh, well, I'm going to see it. You know, I'll, I, you know, you guys know me. I mean, I'll, you know, it could be like everybody in the world could be saying it's the worst thing ever. And I'll, you know, if it looks interesting to me, I'll still go check it out. But uh, just. Actually, you know. am I not wrong? But in Generations specifically, didn't they have a very long, drawn out Kirk death scene and they, they reshot it? Yes, they yes, the, yes they, they did. did. He still died. They never had the option. They did have two different in it. And I think at one point, I don't know, maybe YouTube ripped it down. I I think I even put it up on YouTube once off the DVD. You know, you you, you the alternate endings were on one of the DVD versions that was out. I think the deluxe one with two discs Special or something. Edition. Yeah, and uh, right. I just I, I I feel like I I remember that they had, they did that because of test screenings. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, they they well, yeah. Yeah, he had a, you know, was slightly tweaking it. The end result is he's still dead, but it's yeah, a, a, a slight difference in the in the way it's done. And I, I think I had even read some making of stuff where they even had a few other ones that they never put out there, where he was at one point going to be. I think it was just shot. Soren was yes. just going to shoot Kirk. Shoot him! Bang! Yeah. You're dead. You're dead. Almost, yep. almost like you know. Uh, how quick Tasha Yar gets killed, you know, it's like, bang. Rip you off know. the band-aid quick, you know? Yeah, instead of this, you know, and I, and I still, it was funny, I was just talking to somebody uh, the other day about that whole thing a little bit, and it, it just said, you know, the idea of Kirk dying just by, you know, oh, I fell off this little ladder scaffolding thing is just, you know, after everything he'd gone through in his whole career was just a little, he did save, you know, you know, the whole, what was going on there, you know, in that circumstance, which was still pretty big, but... It still came off a little kind of, eh, you know, but, but yeah, they did. That is true, Joe. They changed that a bit. Not a lot. He's still dead, except when he brought him back in the books, when William Shatner wrote himself out of death, because, you know, he doesn't believe in the no-win scenario. So, uh, there you go. yeah, exactly. Well, uh, anyone else have anything they want to just chit-chat about? Rick Pete's got his iPad, so he's happy, and uh, I've got, you know, a job back home, and I'm happy, and... <laughs> That's good. Well, I guess we, we should officially welcome you back home, Rico. Thank you. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's been pretty good. Uh, I'll tell you, there it was, um, well, let's just say this. It's been a lot, the last couple of weeks have been pretty uh, crazy. And I don't know if you'd remembered, but when I first went over there to Rockford, I had this little portable uh, audio recorder and I washed it. And I had to buy a new one eventually. So, not, so to make things come full circle, uh, my passport which I had to take into work for the first day to prove who I was, and I'm a U.S. citizen and all that. But, um, yeah, so my passport just got washed last night. So everything is good. Yeah, Actually, passports can handle the washer surprisingly well. 
Lynn, my whole wallet went through the washing. Lynn machine still right seems to what think I should odds? get a new one, but I don't know. I I don't know. It's uh, it's in one piece. It's a little got a little frayed on the on the ed- edges a little bit. But uh, well, do you guys have those like crazy RFID passports yet? Or? Well, yeah, we do, but I think that's okay because I think it's a little strip inside of it. And um, right, I think it's probably fine. Yeah, but um, but yeah, so everything's everything's good. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to be back, and uh, you know. The job is okay so far. It's a little, uh, it's a little more corporate than I'm used to. I think I've read or written written that um, on the forums a few times, but I'll I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll, or I'll get them to change for me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's just it, it. After being at a few different companies and kind of seeing what I always like to call the real world and how things really work, it, it's it's a certification company basically. So everything has to be done, you know very very much by the book you know across the across the t's and dot the i's but you know these coatings and stuff and things that i'm working with and testing the truth of it is when they get applied and really done by customers in the real world that isn't how they use them you see what i'm saying it's kind of like a good analogy or comparison would be okay we want you to test this new car that we've just built and it would be like okay i'm gonna take it on the freeway and i'm only gonna drive it 55 because that's where the you know the spec is set for you know what I mean so it's like we're only doing things exactly by you know if the customer says you're supposed to put this coating on and it's supposed to sit for this temperature for exactly this amount of time that's exactly how we do it not a minute later not a minute earlier exactly you know not a not a degree higher not a degree lower but you drive, if you drive the car at 57 and the wheels fall off it doesn't matter exactly so I, you know it, i'm not going to go in there you know after being there only a week and get them to change what they do well i'll wait at least two weeks but it, it's hey. just it it's it's a little bit um it, so you want to get out there with the stress testing things with the <laughs> flamethrower and all that kind of yeah stuff. exactly i want to know if you you know you <laughs> if this coating gets put on you know when you're you're doing it out a lot of these are, are these coatings are used on these big big water tanks that are outside for example and i don't know what where you are in the world where it's 72 fahrenheit for seven days straight just anyone know where that is? I don't know where that is, but uh, not here. That's for damn sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'll live there if you want. Exactly. So I mean, you know, it's thirty at night and seventy in the day, or whatever, or, you know, stuff like that. So it's it's just interesting that they're, you know, that careful about how they do it, even though that isn't really how it is out in the real world. But yeah, that's that's uh, you know, for now, I do what they tell me. So. Right. Uh, just real quick, I, I was, I guess, two weeks ago now, I was able to hop back into Star Trek Online. Oh, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Tell us, tell us. Uh... For a weekend, and, um, you know, it's, it, it's, it, it's, it's, how do I explain this? The, the game is, is fun, and the game is entertaining. It just really, really, really lacks a certain polish. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that really takes away from kind of your enjoyment of it like i know when the game first came out they there was this whole area called sector space which is basically how you would get from system to system and they kind of designed it to look like stellar cartography so you're basically flying around in stellar cartography and people right I, re- I remember that a little bit yeah yeah and people complain they said oh you know like you know we want to fly through space we don't want to fly around the map and so they you know so they changed that and they made it look like you were flying through space and there's warp effect and all that and that looks cool but it's just you know, the space combat's fun, but it's just the ground. They really just have not fixed the ground combat yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, you know, you'll, like, 
I, I have a fairly decent computer here, you know, two ATI video cards. and Yeah, you have, you have a top-notch machine, I'd say, compared to probably a lot of people out there playing it. Yeah, you know, I got a good, you know, 100 frames per second in World of Warcraft and all that. And so, you know, and, and in space, I get good frame rates. And then you drop down to the planet and, you know, I'm down from like 80 frames per second to like 35, 30, 28 frames per second. Really? Wow. Yeah, so it's just this big, it's like you're playing two different games and it feels very disjointed. Yeah. Yeah, so, the, go ahead, Joe. Oh, no, I mean, just, you know, so the, I find that the space part is very entertaining. They've introduced this whole concept of uh, the, the diplomatic core, so you can go around and do diplomatic missions, and you can level almost, you know, you can almost level through most of the game just doing that, if that's your thing. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff and a lot of cool ideas. It's just the, the the framework around it is just a little bit clunky, and that really makes me very sad. Yeah, it's an amazing game, but it's just really it's just not there. One of the things initially that kind of put put me off a little, and I still want to play it again uh, and give it some more time. But the one thing that put me off on it is I really thought it was going to feel more like you were playing Star Trek. You know, that right. you were with a group of friends, you were on a ship together, you'd beam down together, you'd do some, you know, all that kind of stuff. But the little, my feelings a little bit on it were that you feel fairly isolated in the game. You feel fairly um, that you are just another ship flying around there going off and, you know, you're defeating these, you know, this group of uh, Orion pirates and then your buddy comes in with his ship and he defeats the same group of Orion pirates or whatever and that kind of stuff. And I just wanted a little bit more like, um, and I think I posted something on the forum not too long back about this um, Trek simulator where these people can play over the network and there's a guy that's running engineering and there's a guy doing, you know, the helm and, and all that. That That's kind of the game I really wanted to play more, I think, than, than the way they set this one up, kind of. If that, you know... I, I can see why they did it. They wanted. They felt like they probably needed to tell everyone, "Okay, here's your ship. You get a ship. Here's the keys to your ship, and you get to be a captain and all that." But, oh, right. I guess you know, everyone wants to be the captain, right? So. Yeah, and I don't know if that's really true. I don't think necessarily. As long as you give interesting, interesting things for the other crew people to do, and make you know, kind of like Warcraft has been able to balance things out and give different classes and different characters interesting things to do. I don't think you. I don't think everyone necessarily wants to or needs to be than the captain about that, but uh, I don't know. There's uh, it, it's uh, and I also felt the same way. You, it sounds like Joe that you're talking about where the, there's this big difference in, in the space versus the ground quite a bit, and uh, it's um, Rick. You played it too, Rick Pete. You guys, you played a bit, didn't you? Yeah, I played it for about three or four months, and I don't know. I just it, it got repetitive. And that's, and I think that's the, the problem with with any MMO is that you start doing the same missions, yeah, over yeah. and over and over again. The same to a certain extent, except when you're fighting the Borg, it's almost the same techniques over and over and over again. So I kind of stopped playing. And I know they've added a lot of new content since then. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten back into it, um, mostly because life's just been too busy and I haven't had time. Yeah, it does take some time, that's for sure, to play. Well, that's yeah. it. You know, like, I hopped back into Cataclysm, and now recently I kind of I picked up Rift, because that just came out, and that's going, that's a lot of fun. I, I made level 11 in that this morning, and it's just, there's just, like, I, I noticed in Rift, and, it, you know, to a certain extent in World of Warcraft as well, it's like you, you get things at the beginning very quickly. Like, in Rift, you get, you know, two talent points every time you level up, and you get a new ability, and... 
in Star Trek Online, I noticed, like, you know, to get your first new ability, it did, you takes, like, you know, five levels or something. They say, oh, we gave you something in space, but then you can't use it for half the game. And so it's just... Yeah, it's, it's like, a, it's a shield upgrade for your ship or something little like that, right, or whatever. Right, you know? and I felt like even with, you know, when you would level up, you didn't really feel, unless, like, you know, every ten levels when you could get a new class of ship, that felt feels good. But, you know, when you go from Lieutenant 4 to Lieutenant 5, you put a point in something, but you don't really see a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, well, now I'm better at engineering maintenance or whatever, and, you know, it says, well, this will make your ship perform better. But I don't see my ship performing better. I just don't die. Yeah, it's like behind-the-scenes stuff, and, and yeah, that's a good point, Joe. It's it's hard for them, you know, in, in other games you get, oh, now I can get this, you know, I've got a new spell. Or if you're, you know, a caster type in, in WoW, you can do a new spell. So you can actually see that going on. Yeah, I got a new sword, or I got a new this. And, you know, if you get something on your ship, it's like, well, now my phasers are, now I have disruptors instead of phasers, so they're green instead of red. Yeah, they 10% more power to them or something like that. Yeah, yeah. so it's just, I don't know, I guess, and, and maybe that's just, I mean, you know, historically there haven't been very many good Star Trek video games. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, there have been some here and there. I remember back on the PC, there was a next generation game called The Final Unity, which was more of an adventure type game. And mm-hmm. I think Star Trek. Yeah, I played through that. That was a good game. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Star Trek lends itself more to stuff like that, where you can play through what is an episode. Mm-hmm. Story type yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, or just a, a pure shoot 'em up, you know, where you're just like the those old. Um, like Voyager the, Elite. Yeah, the Voyager ones, right, where you just basically run around blasting bad guys and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 tricky. Go ahead, Paul. Sorry, sorry. So has anyone played Mass Effect? The Mass Effect two, that franchise? I played the first one. I haven't gotten around to the second one. No, but yeah, I have yeah, I haven't Star I haven't yet. A Star Trek game in that vein would be a Bioware Star Trek game would be incredible. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, there's uh, is the isn't the new uh, Kotor uh, MMO? I, I thought Tim on the forum mentioned that there's some new video or something out about that. Has anyone watched that? I think a few days ago, if not maybe yesterday, they released. Um, they have released some new videos, but they re- the big thing they released was uh, you can actually form guilds before you actually get in the game, and uh, your guild will kind of oh, come in the game okay. form ready. So I guess they're just trying to build community kind of before. I don't know when the actual when they have a plan if they have a planned release date or not, but they seem to be rolling things out, and it'll be interesting to see uh, to see what happens there. Yeah, they did the same thing with the the, the Trek, the the Star Trek Online MMO, didn't they? Didn't they have some initial before the game came out the ability to form you know groups before you got on? I thought it was through their forums or something like I that. I believe they did, or you could <laughs> claim a name. Say that again, yeah. Rick. Yeah, you could form your own fleet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that that you would, you know, then when the game came, you had your little f- fleet of friends or whatever that you would be together and be able to yeah. check. Yeah. Yeah. You could do missions together and whatnot. All right. Well, that's uh, thanks for that, and uh, let's just wrap it up now. We can chit chat on our own a little bit off off uh, off um, the recording at least, and and say all those things we we were. Didn't want to say during the, the recording because <laughs> we. Yeah, you know. much I don't like Rico. <laughs> yeah, what a Rico guy. What an what an idiot. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys, I, I thanks so much, Kenny, the two Ricks, Paul, Joe. Thanks so much, you guys, for uh, for taking some time out of your uh, your relaxing weekends to uh, 
to spend some time talking about some sci-fi, some iPad 2 talk. Now I want to go to the store and get one, and they won't have one. <laughs> so uh, I was almost going to swing. <laughs> I was almost going to swing by, you know, a store on the way home yesterday from work. But I'm like, oh god, are you kidding? You know, I didn't really want to wait in that line. But now it's in. There was um, there was even an AT and T store on my way home, and I kind of looked over at it and I go, nope, nope, nope. Keep driving, keep driving, keep driving. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exa- that's what I say to myself. Stay on target. <laughs> Resistance is futile sometimes, but <laughs> well, thanks you guys. I'm going to just stop the recording and I appreciate you, uh, dropping in and, uh, you, talk Rico. to you again. Thanks Rico. Real soon. Thanks. Thank thanks everybody. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Take care. on my wall I've seen your movies and I love them all I write you letters every day You never write me back but that's okay I've got all your magazines You're always in my dreams You're my celebrity crush I love you so much And I die for just a Big thanks to Kenny, the two Ricks, Paul, Joe, for joining me today on the Skype call. Tune in next week when we'll be looking at the TOS episode, All Our Yesterdays. You've been listening to Treks in Sci-Fi.